Section number 11 of Humorous Readings and Recitations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Humorous Readings and Recitations, edited by Leopold Wagner. Section 11. Molly Mondoon by Anonymous Molly Mondoon was an Irish girl, and as fine a one as you'd look upon, in the cot of a peasant or hall of an earl. Her teeth were white, though not of pearl, and dark was her hair, but it did not curl. Yet few who gazed on her teeth and her hair but owned that a power of beauty was there. Now many a hearty and rattling gorsoon, whose fancy had charmed his heart into tune, would dare to approach fair Molly Muldoon. But for that in her eye, which made most of them shy, and look quite ashamed, though they couldn't tell why, her eyes were large, dark blue and clear, and heart and mind, seemed in them blended if intellect sent you one look severe love instantly leapt in the next to mend it hers was the eye to check the rude and hers the eye to stir emotion to keep the sense and soul subdued and calm desire into devotion there was jemmy o'hare as fine a boy as you see in a fair and wherever molly was he was there his face was round and his build was square and he sported as rare and tight a pair of legs to be sure are found anywhere and jeremy would wear his cobbeen and hair with such a particular and rollicking air that i'd venture to swear not a girl in kildare nor victoria's self if she chanced to be there, could resist his wild way, called devil may care. Not a boy in the parish could match him for fun, nor wrestle, nor leap, nor hurl, nor run. With Jemmy, no garsoon could equal him, none. At wake or at wedding, at feast or at fight, at throwing the sledge with such dexterous slight, he was the envy of men and the woman's delight now molly madoon like jeremy o'hare and in troth jeremy loved in his heart miss muldoon i believe in my conscience a prettier pair never danced in a tent at a pattern in june to bagpipe or fiddle on the rough cabin door that is placed in the middle ye may talk as you will there's a grace in the limbs of a peasantry there with which people of quality couldn't compare and molly and jemmy were counted the two that would keep up the longest and go the best through all the jigs and the reels that have occupied heels since the days of the murtas and brian boru it was on a long bright sunny day they sat on a green knoll side by side but neither just then had much to say their hearts were so full that they only tried 
to do anything foolish just to hide what both of them felt but what molly denied they plucked the speckled daisies that grew close by their arms then tore them too and the bright little leaves that they broke from the stalk they threw at each other for want of talk while the heart-lit look and the sunny smile reflected pure souls without art or guile and every time molly sighed or smiled jem felt himself grow as soft as a child and he fancied the sky never looked so bright the grass so green the daisies so white everything looked so gay in his sight that gladly he'd linger to watch them till night and molly herself thought each little bird whose warbling notes her calm soul stirred sang only his lay but by her to be heard an irish courtship's short and sweet it's sometimes foolish and indiscreet but who is wise when his young heart's heat whips the pulse to a galloping beat ties up his judgment neck and feet and makes him the slave of a blind conceit sneer not therefore at the loves of the poor though their manners be rude their affections are pure they look not by art and they love not by rule for their souls are not tempered in fashion's cold school oh give me the love that endures no control but the delicate instinct that springs from the soul as the mountain stream gushes its freshness and force yet obedient wherever it flows to its source yes give me that but nature has taught by rank unallured and by riches unbought whose very simplicity keeps it secure the love that illumines the heart of the poor all blushful was molly or shy at least as one week before lent jem procured her consent to go the next sunday and spake to the priest shrove tuesday was named for the wedding to be and it dawned as bright as they'd wished to see and jemmy was up at the day's first peep for the live-long night no wink could he sleep a brand-new coat with a bright big button he took from a chest and carefully put on and brogues as well lamp-blacked as ever went foot on were greased with the fat of a quar sort of mutton then a tidier garçon couldn't be seen treading the emerald sod so green light was his step and bright was his eye as he walked through the slobbery streets of athai and each girl he passed bid god bless him and sighed while she wished in her heart that herself was the bride hush here's the priest let not the least whisper be heard till the father has ceased come bridegroom and bride that the knot may be tied which no power upon earth can hereafter divide up rose the bride and the bridegroom too and a passage was made for them both to walk through and his reverence stood with a sanctified face which spread its infection around the place the bridesmaids bustled and whispered the bride who felt so confused that she almost cried 
but at last bore up and walked forward where the father was standing with solemn air the bridegroom was following after with pride when his piercing eye something awful espied he stooped and sighed looked round and tried to tell what he saw but his tongue denied with a spring and a roar he jumped to the door and the bride laid her eyes on the bridegroom no more some years sped on yet heard no one of jemmy o'hare or where he had gone but since the night of that widowed feast the strength of poor molly had ever decreased till at length from earth's sorrow her soul released fled up to be ranked with the saints at least and the morning poor molly to live had ceased just five years after the widowed feast an american letter was brought to the priest telling of jemmy o'hare deceased who ere his death with his latest breath to a spiritual father unburdened his breast and the cause of his sudden departure confessed o father says he i've not long to live so i'll finally confess and hope you'll forgive that same molly muldoon sure i loved her indeed ay as well as the creed that was never forsaken by one of my breed but i couldn't have married her after i saw saw what cried the father desirous to hear and the chair that he sat in unconsciously rocking not in her character ye reverence a flaw the sick man here dropped a significant tear and died as he whispered in the clergyman's ear but i saw god forgive her a hole in her stocking end of section eleven recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c